let's start the show. Okay, Carl's gonna do the intro for us today. I thought, well, <laughs> I think I did it last week, but I'll do it again. Did you? I don't I know. I can't remember. remember. I just, I say it because I feel like I suck at it. So, um, I just take note of it because I feel so awkward doing it. But hello, and oh, are you there? I'm here. Yes, I'm here. I'm here. disappeared for a bit. Hello and welcome to Dumpster Salad. I am one of your hosts, Carl, <laughs> and there oh. is another person who is doing the things on the other side. <laughs> and his name is Jared. I'm here out in the countryside <laughs> doing my thing. <laughs> Carl hosting. Off to harvest pumpkins in the countryside pumpkins. for Halloween. Pumpkins. I have never seen pumpkins. a pumpkin grow on this country in my life. Well, we, I'm literally, I am looking hard enough. If I look out my window, I can see a wheat field. Like, okay, oh, there's in. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you would have to be pretty damn close to see a pumpkin i don't know i live from a distance i feel like pumpkins are east coast things here on the west coast it's wheat and fruit e3 happened yes it did i completely forgot that playstation are not a part of e3 anymore oh yeah they have that sony day sony thing in my opinion, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> Why? Well, it's just—it's picky. It's fussy. Why would you do that? I suppose. I mean, do they have? Have they ever had a thing at E three? They did. They did. It, it was only. Year? It was like uh, twenty twenty was supposed to be their first solo exhibition, and I think that went fucking sideways before obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know what they're going to do this year virtually, but it's it's just oh, they've why, already though? done their thing though. They did it separately. Did they? they I, yeah, I mean, but I did would it happen already? It was yeah, they discussed like Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, oh shit! I completely missed that. When did that happen? I know, not Horizon Zero Dawn. That was the first one. Horizon Forbidden West. Um, it was, it was just a little bit before E3, though maybe, I don't know. I don't know what else they discussed. I probably missed it because IGN have partnered with E3 and they're like the main source of gaming news. And so they probably were like, we're not going to cover this as much. We're going to focus on E3. So no one's going to know about it. (laughs) I mean... Now I kind of want to know what it's called, the Sony thing that they... I don't know, because oh. it's all so confusing. I don't know why they have to make it so confusing, because there's E3, which is like the presentations and things. And then they partnered with IGN to do Summer of Gaming, but Summer of Gaming was part of E3, but also a separate thing, but also ran at the same time and was the panel discussions within E3, and then E3 would happen, and then they would discuss Summer of Gaming. And I was just like, what? 
It was confusing. Yeah, I, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's called Sony State of Play. Um, I don't know how it works, because I think, I feel like, I don't know how many things they discuss in one go, or if they break it up and just discuss one thing. Um, but yeah, it happened a little while ago. And it seems that it happens multiple times. I don't know. Why do they Um, have to overcomplicate things? But E3 happened. Yeah, E3 was weird. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how much you watched. I watched Um, it live, and I kind of wish I didn't. But at the same time, it was really nice to watch the showcases. I did not. Nay. I think I would have watched it live had it been... I don't know. I liked it when it was like with a crowd. It was just like the vibe that I think I really enjoyed. It was kind of infectious. And now I feel the fact that it wasn't in, you know, like it was all online. Yeah. I was just like, well, I'll just watch the trailers. I mean, they did really well. The showcases were great. And I really liked when each brand or production company did their presentations it was really well done like virtually it was perfect the nintendo presentation the xbox presentation bethesda um all the big ones even the small ones the indie companies they all had really really solid presentations it was just it was the e3 parts that kind of were weird because to replace the fact that there's no convention. They had this like panel of, I don't know, Twitch streamers and personalities to discuss the presentations that they just saw. And it was just, I didn't like it. They're trying it was, to adapt. I don't it know. Was I didn't internet watch it, people. But... Like it was internet people trying to talk about, like industry shit, which, and it just did not gel well for me. Like you had this, I don't know. There was the two, there was like two main hosts at a time. I don't know if they were the main, main host, but I know she was, I can't remember her name even, but she was very annoying. It's like you get those guys after like a sports game that talk about like, what happened in the match that you just watched? There's old men yes. that all sit at like a table and talk. So, okay, yeah, that is it. So, yeah, they did have that. They had that like post presentation discussions, which I found really annoying. Like we've had this pandemic happen and it's been, it's been a huge impact on the game industry. Like development has taken such a huge knock it's like they they've stated that the gaming industry is not gonna um recover until 2024 like that's when they'll get back into the production quality quantity that they had pre-pandemic just because of everything that's happened like so much has been delayed they're only going to catch up in 2024 and so for people to be able to present this E3 a year later is incredible for people to be able to say, like, look, we have these new 
major games. I mean, they're fucking, they've created a Forza Horizon 5, which looks insane. I will never play this game. It's not a game that I would ever, but yeah. I can say that it's, it's so amazing. And to be like, people created this when it was a work from home situation is just, it's mind blowing to see like what we have been able to create during this pandemic. And then these panel discussions come out like what I saw with the Xbox and Bethesda announcements after after their presentation, they then cut to like these four people sitting in a chair and they're like, yeah, so what did you guys think of this presentation? And then immediately the first person's like, yeah, I was really disappointed that they didn't announce this, this, and this. And uh, I just feel like there was a lack of this, this, this. And I'm just thinking, going, you fucking assholes. You've been hired to do this, to present E3 and discuss these shows, and you immediately go on how you how disappointed you are? Like, seriously. <laughs> it was just... It, That's just my opinion! <laughs> but it immediately put me off, because that was the first thing they said about any of these presentations were how disappointed they were. And thing is, these are the hosts of E3. I feel like, I don't know. I think possibly people had really high expectations, maybe because of the fact that there wasn't one last year. Though, I yeah. mean, it's not like there wasn't one by choice. Like there wasn't one because... The yeah, world people was being ending. very spoiled. Um, so I feel like people, I, I guess it's easy to be like, well, they didn't have one last year. So, you know, they're going to pull out all the stops and uh, like this year when it's still like, you know, this year's recovery. It's not like pulling out the stops. That being said, we can still, we can still like sit here and go, Ah, uh, I'm sad that so and so wasn't announced yeah, or they didn't I talk mean, about this. Like we're allowed to have those opinions. I just felt I kind of had this reaction because these were the people who were hired to talk about those presentations immediately after the presentation. And the first thing they brought up was a bad thing. How dare they? No, but I get you. I mean, you are being paid to be there and to be like Yes, exactly. They're paying you to now go and talk shit about them. Like, seriously. <laughs> we can do that for free. <laughs> we are doing it for free. <laughs> an audience of 13. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I missed... Well, I mean, from the sounds of it, like, I'm happy I missed out on all of that stuff. But I feel like, yeah, it was a very different, like... I mean, I took a different approach to it this year, just like I said, because of the way it was. Not that I'm saying people shouldn't pay attention to it because now it isn't a convention. But I think my favorite part of E3 was, <laughs> it's a, maybe it's a bit stupid, but wishing that I was there was like a big part of E3 for me. Now I'm like, where are we going to be? And just everybody's at home. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... It was it was really sad to see like the Nintendo Treehouse presentation where they go and they play the games, and to, for it to just be like a stream, it was just kind of 
these people aren't even in the same room playing yeah. the games. It was it was kind of like, oh, I wish I we think were all like, together. The fun part of E3 is that you have all the people that are, you know, that love gaming all in yeah. one place. And like I said, it's like, it's infectious. I personally, I really enjoy when they, when like a company plays a trailer for their game and you listen to how, like <laughs> how hard people clap or like shout yeah i don't know that's weird but i'm just like i like that i like to i don't know it was just the experience i mean it would have been incredible if they had a crowd because nintendo spoke about or at least they just like they all of a sudden dropped a trailer for breath of the wild 2 which oh, yes i they have not said a word about since 2019 so the first time in two years we've had any information about this game and all of a sudden we're getting this massive trailer just randomly i i can only imagine if there was a crowd how fucking insane how, it would have been yeah and i don't know how like the actual the people giving the presentations feel about the fact that there's no crowd i don't know if it's easier on their nerves for them or if it's like weird but i feel like because like don't get me wrong i'm sure the video video game people are great but i think that maybe like socializing with people is sometimes not their strongest suit which would make sense i mean that is one thing that i really enjoyed about it was that you got to have conversations or they got to have conversations with the game developers, which I don't think would have happened if uh, there was a big stage E3. Yeah. Like they had like they, there was this indie company that are releasing like a like a ton of games and there's one about I think cat cafes and stuff. And it was literally the developers themselves at home within their streams and everything talking about these games that they are making themselves and i don't think that would have happened if there was a stage e3 yeah so there was a lot of bad stuff there was a lot of positive stuff and i feel like that was really nice to see the human element of what's behind the games moving on from the actual like experience what games are you looking forward to what caught your eye so strangely enough one thing that really excited me were the Borderlands presentations. I've never played Borderlands, and I don't intend Wait, on playing what it. What presentations did they do? Was it that Tiny so Tina's? They, yes, Wonderland Tiny Tina's Wonderland. That looks like <laughs> that whole presentation was amazing. And I'm just sitting there going, yes, Tiny Tina gets a game. I've never played these games. <laughs> No, I don't know if any of these characters. I'm hearing about Tiny Tina, but I'm so happy she's getting like a game in her own world, and like, but the behind the scenes they did of the movie, I'm so keen for this movie now. Did not know it was happening. Now, oh, did they show that at the? They showed the well? set. They did like interviews with the director, the producers. Um, uh kevin hart they also did an interview with him because he's playing a character i don't know who um and they blurred out uh whoever's playing tiny tina 
and they just had like an image of her and they were like, know. you're not allowed to see any of this shit. And I'm just like, this uh, looks so I, cool. Now they don't know who plays Danny Tina. Well, they, um, they, they, you do know who plays her. I don't know. Wait, who plays the her? Actress. Oh. I don't know the actress's name. I mean, you um, can quickly Google it. But I know, play, I know Kate Blanchett is in it. It's like And um, Jack Black is in uh, it as well. It looks like a really good cast. Yes. And Jamie Lee Curtis. Like they've taken huge production quality to this well, as well, so it looks good. Podcast. Yes. Hi, Dad. Okay, here it comes. But there's like more of us. There's like here's my father. It's like here's a podcast. Interruption. So you need like like it is. So hello, Carl. Oh, Carl. I'm just pretty keen to interrupt you more than anything. I'm still salty with you. Why? Because. And you know what? This could go viral because this is heavy. Because Carl has issues. <laughs> no, he knows, but Carl has issues. She says, I don't know, I'm, I'm not going to ask. Wait, you're saying this? We're going to plot something here. It's not my brother. He's shaving his head. We're plotting it. I think it has to do with Carl. <laughs> so the fact that. Jared shaving his head. Go for it, Shanna. You tell him. You tell him. <laughs> I think. I don't know what's happening. I think. I think. Like a mushroom, yeah? I've never seen Cole blush like that in my life before. Look at him. It's because I'm laughing. <laughs> what's going on? I've what are we talking like... about? The shaving of your hair? He's got a dead no T-shirt idea. on. Oh, they can't hear you because I got my headphones in. Yeah. But oh, I realize a T-shirt on. Shanda's giving him nuts, and he's not doing too well. That's why he's red in the face. He's gone absolutely red. <laughs> and how come you guys got the same haircut? Um, I mean, is it like a, a seriously, guys? Smile, <laughs> you the same fucking teeth. You know how to answer that. Love it. Okay, we're wrong. Shanda, okay. you're wrong. You've done. Wait, is that a microphone in front of Jared? Because Jared's yeah. head looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> Aria. Thank you. Uh, I have a microphone in. <laughs> wow. Well, he just locked you in there, didn't he? <laughs> he did. I'm going to have to knock. That was... Hopefully they don't go to uh, bed anytime soon. Who's my sister mad at? Me or you? I don't know. I, that's, I, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> I think it's me. And I don't know what I've done. And then I feel like there's questions about your hair. Is it Has it really gone down that badly? It's not to my knowledge. Hello. What? I know. It's okay. I'll just knock and you guys can open for me. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Mom. She's left the door open for me. Oh. She just came to tell me that my dad locked me in. Okay. Um. <laughs> Apparently okay, my head looks like a microphone. Did yeah. you find out who plays Tony Tino? Yes, uh, yes, that's what we were talking about. <laughs> I do not know her, but her name is Ariana Greenblatt. 
Yeah, they were talking about Ariana, and I was like, who? Oh, yeah. she's from Love and Monsters, and she was in <gasps> Avengers Infinity War. Who, who does she play in Love and Monsters? The little kid. She's that little girl. <gasps> okay, yes. Which I feel actually she will probably make a good Tiny Tina. She um, will. She was actually pretty good in that movie, I'm not going to lie. Because Tiny Tina is like crazy. Quack. She's yeah. insane. I'm pretty sure you picked that up. Um, but yeah, I love Tiny Tina. She just didn't get... Uh, I feel like the thing with Borderlands, I saw that they were doing that Tiny Tina game. Like, there's so many people in Borderlands, like so many characters, and I don't think, like, story isn't Borderlands' main focus you know what I mean? So Tiny Tina gets like minimal time. Now she has her own game. She's moving on up. Anything that piqued your interest? I mean, I feel like this E3, it came, I came to the realization there are a lot of Xbox exclusives this time around. I mean, there was a lot, and I've seen like articles being like, "Xbox exclus- exclusivity drought is finally over." Like, I feel like they pretty much ran a lot of the stuff here. I guess because they have Bethesda. Yes, the buying of Bethesda was huge. That's why I, I had an Xbox, but I so badly wanted a PlayStation because the exclusives on playstation were i mean playstation just had so many more than xbox did but i feel like they finally um this was a good year for them i don't know if you watched the trailer for redfall (gasps) that looks incredible i really want to play it with the vampire yes i mean i all we got was like a cgi trailer but i mean it looked good like fun from the CGI. I'm invested in the story. Those characters, um, that chicken yeah. with the magic, I'm invested. I'm invested <laughs> the immediately. Chicken with the magic. Um, and what else did I see? I mean, Are you I... keen for, because I know, I know we were really, really sort of like holding our breath for Square Enix to come out and say something about Tomb Raider because it's the 25th anniversary. Um, and they said Bob Kiss, absolutely nothing, but the Guardians of the Galaxy game looks pretty good. I didn't realize it was a solo game. I thought this was like Avengers plugin, but oh, then yes, it is, and it's also single player, so I don't know i I've watched like the trailer and I watched the gameplay like reveal. And I like the look of it. I remain very cautiously optimistic <laughs> because after Avengers. But to me, it's like a mixture of what they got from Avengers and also a little bit of Tomb Raider elements in there. Um, I really like the way it looks. 
But I sit here in the stance of I really want to play it and I would play it, but I don't know if I would buy it to play it. Oh, I mean, I would wait. I would, if I saw that it was doing well, I would definitely buy it. I liked the look yes, of it. But I, I would buy it on like Black Friday or Cyber Monday oh, or something like, like that. that. I guess I'll have to wait more until I I, I wouldn't pre-order it. Mm. I would wait at least like to see what people say because I mean yeah. I was super keen for the Avengers game and I held out and didn't buy it and I'm so happy that I did. Oh yeah. I mean the, um, listen the Wakanda the Wolf of Wakanda War for Wakanda expansion looks like it's taking it in a good like a good direction. I feel like the Avengers games has a good amount of content if you were to buy it only now. And yeah. if you were buying it now to play, I feel like you would be pretty happy. But yes, as a consumer for when it launched, I can understand why people were not happy. But I also think like I mean, I say this and I know, like, it may be an unpopular opinion and other people might disagree, but, uh, like, multiplayer games, not really my thing. I, I that's what I, I want to play with people. Yeah, exactly. I, I play games to get away from other people. Um, but... I, yeah, I feel like maybe that was the mistake was that Avengers was, you know, majority multiplayer. I think it needed, like, it needed to be story focused, which... And yeah. there wasn't enough content at launch at least. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, yeah, I remain optimistically, cautiously optimistic for Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, they've got a lot of like jams in the game i really like which... the fact that it's sort of um decision based so each person's oh, yes. yeah. experience is different and you can play it you can replay it. like it has replay value because you can replay it and make different decisions which is kind of cool yeah. but i'm I, also at the same time i'm not like the kind of person who really enjoys decision based games uh, but it seems cool. Yeah. I mean, it's kind I of like, like Mass Effect y. Yes, yes. I think because, I mean, I love Mass Effect. So I'm hoping, and I mean, I love the Guardians of the Galaxy movie. So I'm really just like I loved Avengers. So, you know, that doesn't hold up much in terms of like the game. But yeah, I am excited to see. Also, <laughs> What surprised me was how soon it's releasing. Yes. It's releasing in October. I was also kind of taken aback by... Which I'm like, Shit. I don't know if that... I, should that scare us? Should that be impressive? I don't I know. I think it's impressive because they've literally been working... I mean, if you think about it, they haven't been working on anything other than well, the... Avengers and... and Avengers. And Final Fantasy. Um, oh, yeah. Square Enix has, but, like, the most diverse catalog of games. I did not realize that Final Fantasy was a part of their franchise. And uh, to be honest, I was kind of 
watching this E3 going like, okay, I, I get it. There's more Final Fantasy games coming out. Can we please just stop with the Final Fantasy game? Yeah, <laughs> like, I there were feel like five like... different ones announced, all these different things. And there was some in the Nintendo presentation. I was just like, damn, I've had my Final Fantasy full. I've never played it. I've never played Final Fantasy. I'm not 100% sure what Final Fantasy is about. And I'm so confused. It's so overwhelming that I'm, I don't think I'll ever get into it. Yeah, I think the whole thing is, like, there are way too many now that I don't know where I'm supposed to start to understand. Like, there's the main series anything. of games, which has got, they've got, like, up till 16, I think is the new one. And then they've all got spinoffs and remakes of spinoffs. And I'm just, oh, my god! They're also all in Roman numerals. I can't understand. <laughs> <laughs> You're only making it more confusing for me. Um, Final Fantasy IXXV2. Exactly. But for people who are excited for that, I'm happy for them. Um, Honestly, Final Fantasy looks really cool. And it's something that I wish I could have gotten into, but I feel like I'm way too late and it's too much effort right now. One thing that did surprise me, which (laughs) I could be completely wrong about the fact that I want to play it, is um, Life is Strange True Colors. Okay, so we're on different... It looked so boring. I... Oh, okay. You aren't into, like, that whole... Um, I like decision-making thing. Uh, oh, I didn't know. I tried to play number one, and I struggled a bit, and I've decided to wait now for the remaster of number one. Mm-hmm. Um, also, to be honest, the remaster does not look that much different. I know I was, it doesn't. When they announced that, I was like, "Why? They weren't made that long ago." You can see there is a difference, but it may not be that significant. But yeah, I just figured I'll try get into it once. I'm not gonna try play through this one, and then. But yeah, anyways, I. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I could be completely wrong about the fact that I want to play it, but I looked at I, it and felt like I, I did. Know. It looks like it's a it's a beautiful game. The Life is Strange also, are beautiful and they're very story driven. But it looks boring. The singer is in it at that Yeah. MX M tune. Yeah. Um which I was surprised by because I feel like I don't know her. She did a presentation. As anything. Yeah. Which and I was, I was like, like what a game. Out. <laughs> yeah. um, also, did you see <laughs> Avatar? Avatar. Yes. <laughs> okay. The Avatar which, game looked really good. Uh, yeah. I have my things about the movies, but. I also like, have like they high saying, hopes. Uh, the 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 presentation afterwards with those two panel discussion people were just like, yeah, just as the movies have had their ups and downs, were being cancelled, then being started, then being delayed. So were the games. The games were also delayed and blah blah blah. And I was just like, bitch, so what? <laughs> it looks good. <laughs> um, also, it's Ubisoft, which I'm like surprised. Because I, yeah. I mean, I don't know who made the first. Well, I mean, I'm sure they made the. First I one. mean, Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs are Ubisoft. Oh, I didn't realize. That's why I feel like 
I mean, I play all the Assassin's Creed, yeah, watch all the Watchdogs. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I just found it like strange. I don't know who made the Lost Avatar game, but the fact that I found it strange that like Ubisoft was taking on a game of something that's like a franchise of something else. I don't know. Oh wait, yeah. Ubisoft also have the Rabbids series, don't they? Because they just they also announced like a mo- a new oh, yes. follow up to the Mario and Rabbids games, which apparently they looks do. really really good. Um, uh, um, which also James another game was made by Ubisoft. Yeah. Oh, um, well then less surprising then, but um, I'm also I really enjoyed again, the first game. I'd never played it. I also. I am very intrigued by Far Cry 6. You know that we both suck at Far Cry. Yeah, I played it once for like half half an hour and I got stuck. (laughs) I suck at it. Any any Um, game that needs you to drive somewhere is where I fall off because I cannot drive in games at all. Yeah, I I think you and I are opposite. Oh, okay. I mean, okay. I suck at driving in first person. I also, thought you were going to say I in guess real it's, life. It's game, well, and in real life. That is first person. <laughs> um, the, yeah, I mean, I'm quite... Uh, you were going to say you like the fact that you're playing like as the villains. I think that's very interesting. That's for it's a very interesting season I thought that was interesting, too. Like, um, how? But Does your character, then, do you just be there as a character or is there like a story thing involved? I want to know more. Oh, well, I mean, you know, like Far Cry 6 is its own thing. And that was just season path, a season pass trailer. Like the game is based on like a woman and a guy, the guy from... I know, Breaking like, I Dad. know what Far Cry 6 is about. Okay, and then that's why, just part I, of their, said, like, DLC. Yeah, but what part um, of it? Like, where does it fall in place? Oh, like, can, I feel like Do Far you Cry... just look like that? Is your, like, is it a thing where you can play as one of the previous bad guys, and it literally you can play the story, but with your character oh, just... no. Model? I, or is it a I separate, like, like, story thing? It's a separate thing. Far Cry, okay. I think, is like that in the sense that, like, I didn't really play Far Cry 5, which I feel like now I would, but I used to see the DLC they were releasing, and some of it was just freaking ridiculous, and I feel like had nothing to do with the actual game, which, you know, like, most games release something that's gonna, like, add on to the game you're the currently game. playing. Yeah, yeah. but... I suppose if the story is done, the story is done, and here have something completely wackadoodles and random. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. Wow, we <laughs> E3's not going to take up a whole episode. <laughs> two minutes later. <laughs> Next week, come back to uh, listen to us discuss something that wasn't discussed at E3. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh. Okay. 
25 year anniversary and they said fuck all about it. Oh, I'm still yeah. I'm okay. a little bit okay. I'm a little bit mad that they didn't even say anything about the Netflix series that they're developing. Yeah. I feel like I accepted. I, I had my hopes up because like Square Enix said that they were announcing a world premiere. And I'm suddenly going, oh my goodness. So that's a new game. Yeah. Well. So I would I had my hopes of like Tomb Raider, like, next, they're going to at least say, like, I mean, at least Nintendo two years ago said, we are developing a Breath of the Wild 2, and then said, fuck all for two years. That's fine. At least we knew it was in development. Square Enix have said, fuck all. Well, I mean, they said when they released the whole, like, 25th anniversary at the beginning of the year, like, they spoke about it, and they spoke about Lara's next adventure and they said like they want to make it they want to make a game that's like that you know they want to make a good game basically um for the fans that was it they want to like make a game that lives up to the fans expectations and doesn't do Lara dirty um yeah I mean, see, I respect them for that. I really respect them. I'm like, I kind of wish it wasn't that way, but I respect them for that because I know that they're going to give us the best that they can give us. I feel like I, as much, I mean, I was obsessed with this, like, new, well, Tomb Raider in general, but um, I feel like I'm in a good place now where I can, I feel somewhat patient you know why i feel patient because they gave us all the tomb raider games for like 10 rand and so i'm very happy i'm sitting here with my entire collection of tomb raider games on my computer that i bought all for 10 rand each so like that was a like legend anniversary uh tomb raider one two three okay anniversary uh legend underworld like they were all available on Steam for ten rand, and then the new trilogy, so Tomb Raider, and then Tomb Raider, uh, Shadow, well, Tomb Raider, then Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Rise of the Tomb Raider. Those were like, I know, I know the order is not correct, but oh, okay. <laughs> wait, did like you buy those packs. as well? No, because I already own. I okay, already I was... own. <laughs> Actually, Carl, do you know? that I still have your Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you say this, and I, <laughs> I bought it on PlayStation. You hack it. So, so I, because it was so cheap, and it came with just, like, all the DLC, and I wanted <laughs> to play it all in one place. So I was like, ugh. Like, You're a very I, I know fan, that's, like, I the first, you. well... A first world problem where it's like oh, I don't feel like turning off this this console and turning on that console may as well just have them all on the same one <laughs> okay well I mean I have your Rise of the Terminator uh, if you thank ever want you. it back to say thank but you it's... did Michael ever finish it I don't know oh because I know that I spoiled it for him accidentally oh yeah I don't know, actually. <laughs> I did spoil it for him because when I looked at his face, he was like, 
What the fuck? You And it just it came out of my mouth and I didn't think about it. And But you yeah. know the best thing about him? Is he'll forget. He has probably already forgotten. He probably forgot the next week. Like completely. Then I am happy. So it's fine. You are forgiven okay. because he's forgotten. <laughs> forgive and forget. <laughs> um but yeah we'll be discussing tomb raider yeah 2001 can you believe it's been 20 years since that movie came out i feel like this is the beginning of a branch off and we're just gonna end up talking about it anyway so we're how many times have you seen uh in full once Okay, well, we'll okay. talk about it on the next we'll talk episode. About it when talk about it. There was this whole segment with uh, Verizon. I keep saying Verizon, but it's Verizon. I know this. Um, it's like the American cell phone yeah. thingy. And they were talking about like 5G and gaming, and I completely tuned out because none of it has anything to do with us. And then like straight after that presentation, they went into this like video about 10G. And I was sitting there going... We have that technology? What? <laughs> 10G? Ooh, where? We just jump from 5 to 10. I know. First world like countries are already doing the 10Gs. I mean, are people ready for 10G? The world was just going on about the 5G conspiracies coming from Malaysia. South Africa was a big old dung heap in the internet <laughs> department. <laughs> Oh, and that must have been Malaysia is where my internet experience began, so I was very spoiled. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah. I still, I mean, I still sit with vivid memories of like, um, can you get off the computer, please? I have to make a phone call. See, I never knew about that. That dial was, up, dial up I had best. no knowledge. We probably had dial-up. Well, we definitely had dial-up, but I never used the internet until I was, like, 14. I missed the drama of dial-up, where you could be like, I'm going to use the internet. And then, like, make some noises. <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, I'm on the internet. Let the whole house know that you're going on the internet. Great. Do you have anything to recommend for our listeners this week? I feel like I... It's been a very slow music week, I feel. I, I feel it was just, a very good music week. Oh, uh, I have one song, and it was a surprise. It's called, I recommend a song called Super Villain by Between You and Me. Um, it's kind of like pop punk. It's quite good. I don't know if it's your thing, but... I'll listen to it thing. anyways. Maybe not um, today, but when this episode comes out and I have to put a playlist together. And then I recommend I've been playing, I started playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey again. I haven't even finished the latest one, but I was like, I can't remember what happened in this game. So I started it. Um, and Didn't they announce yeah, more DLC for Valhalla? Yeah, they did. Um and they said it's going to be like their longest. They're going to take it well into like 2022, which is 
new for them. I feel like Ubisoft has just always been somewhat good at, well, I guess it depends on the game, but at keeping it like fresh and interesting. Um, so I'm excited to say, well, not fresh, but you know, they add things for free, which I'm like, who doesn't want free stuff? I feel like Ubisoft are quite like an underdog. Like not that many people talk about them, but when you look at their catalog, it's like, damn, they got some good shit. Yeah. They're reliable. They do have reliable. Yeah. I think they just, they release, I mean, Far Cry and Assassin's Creed and stuff. Like their franchise is their franchise. I feel like it's very seldom that they throw something new into the mix, which is maybe why, but yeah, I recommend Assassin's Creed Odyssey. And your recommendations? Okay, so, well, I don't know if you saw this from E3. I'm hoping you didn't. But I recommend everyone go and look at a game that was announced. The the gameplay and the trailer had me... It had me laughing. And I was just really like, what the fuck is this? But I really want to play this. It's a game called Party Animals. Yeah. It's really cute looking. Imagine like, you know, Fall Guys, but with fuzzy animals. But then it's Smash Brothers. Oh. Why does it looks ring a bell? freaking adorable. Go look, I, I recommend everyone go look at the presentation, go watch the gameplay trailer and everything for Party Animals. It looks amazing. And I had I just had such a fun time watching the trailer and like the reveal that I just, I just want to do that. Like, I don't even want to play the game anymore. I just want to watch this because it's so good. But I still want to play the game. <laughs> and then for recommendations uh, for music, uh, The Devil by Banks is very good oh i meant to listen to that and i forgot yeah and then um i recommend serotonin by girl in red it is been stuck in my head for a week now and it's just it's so good it's the first song off of her album and it's just very very good it's an immaculate song um and then i have two more (laughs) Okay. Which I really want you to go listen to. It's an artist called Ocean Kelly, and she has two remixes. On YouTube, you can find them uh, as one. So it's like one video for the two singles. Uh, But the singles are Wanda's Cunty Vision and Agatha's Revenge. They are so good. Carl, it's amazing. It's, it's Wonder Vision theme song, but a remix to be like like ball music. Yeah. It's so good. I love it. Okay. Well, I uh, hope everyone has a great rest of their time. I don't know. We record these so early. I never know what their time. We uh, record these so far in advance. I never know when they're going to come out. Yeah. Hope you having a good undefined period of time if you're sewing on buttons you sew on those buttons have a good time i have not done anything else to my denim jacket since we did that little crafts evening oh yes 
and I unpicked all my embroidery, and now I walk around with a pair of jeans that's missing a back pocket because I can't put it back on. Look at us. Two steps <laughs> forward and three back. <laughs> but I've had people compliment the fact that it you can clearly tell there was a pocket and now it is gone. I feel it's sarcasm, but yeah. It's commentary on the fact that women's jeans only ever have fake pockets and men's <laughs> real pockets. You know, I bought a coat the other day and I um I came to work. <laughs> I had made such a big thing about the coat that I bought, like that I wanted to buy it and then I did. And then I showed up and I was like, you know, the only thing that my only complaint about this coat is that it has fake pockets. <laughs> And Jane was like, Carl, (laughs) have you ripped them open? You have to rip them open. They're sewn shut. Oh, yeah. And you open them yourself. I had no idea that was a thing until then. I've probably owned things that had pockets, and I just thought they didn't because they were sewn shut. Have you never noticed that, like, have a little bit of an opening yeah that's i was like i thought that was where you stick your thumbs <laughs> have you <sighs> i thought it was like support you know like you put your hands on your hips like instead you just stick your thumbs in these holes in your jacket these are where my pins go <laughs> Well, now I will watch me buy something else that I think it's a... Hashtag unpick your pockets. Yeah. That was a great story. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you. I completely forgot. You my in there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this was a great episode. Thank you so much to everyone who's listening and still listening, even though we said goodbye a while ago. But you know what? Yeah. We haven't said goodbye. Now we can say goodbye. We were saying like we have started. a good time. We yeah. did start. Anyway, good time on Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.